Hi, this is Shannon, and I want to talk to you about my pillow because trust me, I have one of everything. Good news, Mike Lindell is back with his quality products with big discounts for listeners of the show. Go to mypillow.com/regularjoe or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regularjoe. My pillow is having their big 20th anniversary sale on limited edition my pillows with prices as low as 19.95 for the queen size pillow. I love the my pillow all season slippers. Right now they have the lowest price ever with just $25 with the promo code REGULARJOE. They're easy to clean, hand-sewn moccasin design, made to wear year-round in all climates. And right now they're having the biggest bed sheet sale ever with the Giza Dream Sheet set, as low as $29.98 with promo code REGULARJOE. These sheets come in nine solid colors and four flannel colors. 400 thread count sizing from Twin to California King. They're all machine washable and durable and come with a 10-year warranty. Visit MyPillow.com slash REGULARJOE or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe that's 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe welcome back joe giganti regular joe with you want to finish the story here uh, the good news story just got to it a few moments ago out of Alabama. Uh, but before I do, because I don't want to, I don't want to forget. Uh, I don't want to let time get away from me on this. I do want to remind everyone listening uh, to us in the state of Wisconsin that today is a primary day in Wisconsin. Uh, depending on where you live. Now, if you're not sure, go to myvote.wi.gov. You can put in your address, and it will tell you, uh, you know, if um, if you if there's an upcoming if you have primary today, because not not every locale has votes happening today, but many do. And on my website, regjoeshow.com, I provided everybody with a voter's guide for Wisconsin. We also just put up one for New Mexico, but their primary is not till June, so plenty of time. We'll be adding to the one in New Mexico to what we already have up there. Uh, but there's a vote going on in Wisconsin today. Uh, I endorse several people that are in the primary today, including Steve Legal, who's running for school board in Pulaski. You may recall, for those living in Wisconsin, there was some odd goings-on in Pulaski just a few months ago with the teacher that liked to wear nothing but a little bit of leather, sharing his social media addresses uh, with some of his students, that of course created an uproar. He is still teaching in the Pulaski School District, uh, but this is where you make a difference by making sure you put good people on the school board. Steve Legal, first time running, and uh, I think would be an excellent addition to the Pulaski School Board. So he has my endorsement uh, in the Green Bay City Council. Of course, Linda Eck, who used to be a part of the team here. Uh, she is running for re-election. She is in a three-way primary uh, that is happening today, including being challenged by the far left, uh, the mayor, the the nonpartisan mayor of Green Bay, uh, who, of course, does fundraisers and knocks doors for the Democratic Party because he is so nonpartisan. Uh, he is endorsed, first, first, as far as I know, first time ever, he is endorsing uh, one of Melinda's, uh, the, the far left, Challenger in the three-way primary. Uh, look, her record stands on its own. She has done excellent work 
since uh, being first elected there. And uh, I, I think she will continue to serve that district well, uh, provided she gets past this primary and goes into the general. Uh, there's Stephen Cam- Steve Campbell in District 6, who I've endorsed. There's uh, others on the list as well. So check it out. You can see what's happening at regjoeshow.com. But again, this is where we get to make a difference as citizens in our great republic by going out and making our voices heard through the ballot box. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, I get that the mayor supposed most mayor races are supposed to be nonpartisan. City council races also are supposed to be nonpartisan. But as we have seen with with the, the, the weenie Eric Ginrich, when he was first elected to the mayorship in Green Bay, Wisconsin, he changed a lot of that. Uh, his blatant meddling in elections and interfering with elections. I mean, his fingerprints, as well as Celestine Jeffries, are all over it. Uh, they continue to do their thing. The joy has been that in two years ago, the city council was flipped, adding far more constitutional members to the council, which has been able to slow the roll of this left-wing progressive fool that is in the mayorship. And uh, if you want that to continue, well, continue to support those people that are not a rubber stamp for Eric Ginrich. Uh, Eric Ginrich, by the way, just a reminder for people that may have forgotten, uh, was part of the team that literally gave the keys to Central Count to a third-party left-wing operative that was left in charge of counting the ballots on Election Day. Because that, of course, is how it's supposed to work, right? You know, just some guy that's there using sucker bucks to get there and the Center for Tech and Civic Life running things. I mean... I don't know about you, but I completely trust setups like that. All right, so there's a good news story out of the Supreme Court of Alabama. They ruled Friday that human embryos conceived in in vitro fertilization, some call them snowflake babies because they're basically in suspended animation, they're they're frozen, that in fact they are human children with human rights under state law as any other child. And they, in, in making their decision... Justice J. Mitchell cited the wrongful death of a minor act, which is a pre-existing law in Alabama that said, look, a born or unborn child, uh, they have all the rights of a child uh, without limitation, and that this would apply here because, again, you can't, you can't make separations based on political will. They have to apply the law evenly. So we want to say this, that it is not the role of the court to craft a new limitation based on our own view or what it is what is or is not wise public policy. That is especially true. Whereas here, the people of this state have adopted a constitutional amendment directly aimed at stopping courts from excluding unborn life from legal protection. Mitchell referred to the Sanctity of Life Amendment, which was added to the Alabama Constitution in 2018 after voters approved it by a wide margin. He went on to say in the decision, I'm sorry, the amendment said that the state acknowledges, declares, and affirms that it is the public policy of this state to recognize and support the sanctity of unborn life and the rights of unborn children, including the right to life. This state further acknowledges, declares, and affirms that it is the public policy of this state to ensure the protection of the rights of the unborn child in all manners and measures lawful and appropriate. Chief Justice Tom Parker in the Wisconsin, excuse me, Alabama Supreme Court wrote a, a concurring opinion 
where he said, the theologically based view of the sanctity of life adopted by the people of Alabama encompasses the following. God made every person in his image. Each person, therefore, has a value that far exceeds the ability of human beings to calculate. And human life cannot be wrongfully destroyed without incurring the wrath of, holy, of a holy God who views the destruction of his image as an affront to himself. Greg Cook, the only member of the high court to side against the majority, wrote in his dissenting opinion that almost certainly, uh, that the ruling almost certainly ends the creation of frozen embryos through IVF in Alabama. I don't think that's what that does at all, but that's, that's of course, what he's going to say with this. Now, why does this have any impact? Well, again, as we've seen, remember, Roe v. Wade started in Texas. Uh, Lawrence decision came out of Texas. State decisions have a way of impacting law in other states and other views. In what you have in the state of Alabama, the significance of this decision is codified in law in a very unquestionable, very clear and in, in, in really uh, unarguable way is a statement that life, be which is what science tells us, that new life begins at the moment of conception. At that moment, the child has its complete DNA structure separate and apart from its mother and its, and its father. It is a unique strand of DNA for that baby. Uh, again, none of this is new. We've known this. The fact that they're codifying it in law could have some major impacts, not only in other states that cite the law, but depending on if it's appealed, it goes to the Supreme Court and so forth, it could end up having an impact on the national stage, not in the form of a, I don't see a national law being the result. I don't think that's the answer. I don't think that that's going to really change things. More importantly than just the legal side is by having this decision clearly written, clearly stated, and being talked about, it opens up a conversation that is worth having to understand what is involved when we destroy innocent human life, whether it be through the act of abortion or in the case of these so-called snowflake babies, these frozen embryos that are essentially in a state of, of suspended animation, can they just be discarded? Or, in fact, are you taking the life of a human being if you discard that child? This court has said clearly you are, and that that is not acceptable, and that that cannot be allowed under state law. Whenever we reestablish the, the fundamental values of which this country was founded on and recognize the dignity of the human person, at every stage, no matter if they're young or old, born or unborn, capable or not. No more than these unborn children, than the 85, 90-year-old person that has some physical disability. Their dignity is intact no matter what their physical state of life might be. And every step that we take that restores that and recognizes that makes us stronger as a nation. So it is, in fact, very, very good news. Now, I know yesterday we shared with you John Floyd, the big daddy, the papa of Fannie Willis, or as she referred to him at one point in her testimony in front of the Fulton County judge, that old black man. Uh, I, well, that's what she called him. I mean, why that old black man wanted me to have money. We played his non-racist explanation of things because that's, 
what he wanted us to. He made the point to say to the judge, he's not trying to be racist, but it's, it's a black thing. So you might wonder what happened, because, you know, Fanny testified on Thursday. She was supposed to kick things off on Friday, but she wasn't there. I suspect because her lawyer said that was a complete train wreck. Under no circumstances are you testifying again, or we're just, we're going to quit. We're not going to represent you. I'm, I'm telling you, that conversation happened. Well, that's okay. She found another outlet. It was an outlet familiar to her because she had been there once before. Matter of fact, the last time she was there, she explained that when you're a black woman trying to save the world, you cannot be expected to be perfect. I am speaking of the Atlanta Berean Church, where she said those infamous words while she was back there on Sunday. She was receiving the Black Achievement Award. Now, I couldn't find anywhere online where they delineated what was necessary to receive such a high honor. I don't know if it's just that she's black, therefore she that's an achievement, or they're, I, I'm not sure. I find it ironic that they're giving an achievement award to somebody at that moment uh, who is just detailed on, on the, the witness stand her dalliances with a married man. Uh, but hey, who am I to judge? Nonetheless, she was there to accept her award and to preach a little about how difficult it is. You think that Kermit the Frog said it isn't easy being green. Well, it's a lot harder to be Fanny Willis. Cut 15. Let me tell you something that I've learned very, very recently, because you may need this lesson as well. You know, people keep sending me scriptures, and I, and I appreciate those scriptures, but different people from all different walks of life keep sending me this one scripture, and I don't think I ever really heard it till to maybe two days ago. You, people send you stuff, you read them, they just kind of become things you recite, but you don't really think about what they say. The scripture they keep sending me is, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. All right, well, they seem pretty impressed. What more? Tell me, Fanny. Tell me more about why that hits you the way it does. I need y'all to hear me, though. I'm listening. They did not say the weapon, weapons will not form. True. And that's the part I didn't hear until recently. Preach. Just because they won't prosper, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that they won't form. Mm -hmm. Even if you feel like everything you are doing in your life is the right thing, and you're making mistakes all along the way, but you're trying. Oh, yes. You should not think that those weapons will not form. The other lesson that I've learned in this three years mm -hmm. is God ordains those weapons. He puts those weapons in your life to form against you. Mm. All right. So she wants a participation trophy because she's trying and she knows these weapons are going to be formed. It sounded like Kamala Harris for a minute there. Just because they're not formed doesn't mean they won't work, and because they won't work doesn't mean they won't be formed. Go on. Bring it home to me. Explain it to me. I am listening. Ears wide open, Fanny. And if you really understand him, mm -hmm. you become in your maturity to understand he does it for a reason. Yes. And it's to grow you, and oh, it's yeah. to make you stronger, mm. and it is to prepare you. And so my only request from this family today is, this is a really hard job I'm trying to do. It ain't easy. 
And I am an imperfect human being. As demonstrated. But I can literally feel the people who love me's mm. prayers. If just every now and again, you'll throw my name in a prayer, God hears his children. I would very much appreciate that. The regular Joe radio show.